Peace, family. Welcome back to episode three of Air It the Fuck Out. Thank you for spinning the block for the third week straight. Keep in mind, this is not your traditional podcast. It's not going to be politically correct. But nevertheless, let's get it. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Queen Smoke. Many of you may be wondering why I chose a podcast as my platform. To keep it real with you, I don't want to be looked at. I want to be listened to. I know if I got your attention, I could get into your head. Now, I'm going to need all the bitches, all the niggas, and all the bitch niggas to leave the building. Because it's time to air it the fuck out. We're going to be talking about the importance of black fathers. Who's to blame for baby mama, baby father drama? Why is it important for black fathers to step up? How can a black father make peace with his children that he wasn't there for? Welcome back to episode three of Eric the Fuck Out. I thank you again for tuning in. It really means the world to me. This week's co-hosts are none other than my own dad and baby brother. Please take a moment to introduce yourselves. All right, all right. I'm Monkey D. It's a pleasure to be on here to air it the fuck out. Let's get it. Uh-huh. You already know, man. It's bizzle. We about to air this motherfucker out like a bad fart. Let's get it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Getting straight into it, I wanted to talk, touch on the topic of black fatherhood. One of the main reasons why I'm such an advocate for black fathers is because of my relationship with you, Dad. You have been there every step of the way. And I know for a fact that if I didn't have your guidance, your structure, and your tough love, I would have been a different woman. At times, our relationship, you know, was difficult, those growing pains, those teenage years, but you were such an important and influential figure in my life. And for you, bro, watching you interact with your own children reminds me so much of dad. You know, the structure and the love, you're their world for real. Like, they don't play about you, you know? So why is it important for both of you to be present and active in the lives of your children? Um, Daddy, you can answer first. Well, excuse me, I basically would like to say my dad wasn't in my life, you know, growing up. I was raised by a single mom. She did a remarkable job, you know. I always said that as growing up, as a kid, just my mom taking care of us, that I will always be there for my children no matter what. Whether me and the mothers was cool or not, you know, I always said in my heart, no matter what, I would be there for my children. So at the end of the day, I stood on that. Everything wasn't perfect, nobody's perfect, but I made sure I molded them to be productive people in society, you know, the best I could. Right. You know what I mean? Thank you so much. And bro, why is it important for you to be present and active in the lives of your children? You know, that's uh, that's something that, you know, just mandatory being a black, you know, man. You know, that's uh, cause growing up, a lot of black uh, kids ain't, you know, a lot of black boys, a lot of black men ain't grow up with a father, you know. And uh, should I have my daddy, you know, he raised me, you know, to be the man I am today. And you know, it's important to just, you know, you gotta be there for your kids, you know, because uh, they need that that guidance, you know, if they if they uh, you you know, if they ain't got it from their parent, you know, their dad, they gonna go get it, you know, from somewhere else, the streets or something. So you gotta, you know, strap your foot in, you know, make sure, you know. Keep your family, you know. Right, right. Right. All right. So going into like growing up, my dad, he has six children all together. My baby bro got three. My dad got six. It's six of us. I'm the oldest. 
then my three sisters behind me, my two brothers behind them. So you had two baby mothers, well, you know, my my mom, my sister's mom, and five, uh, five or one, 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 one. Who do you think to blame, like, our culture is a baby mom, baby father culture, you know? Who do you guys think when it comes to those wars of, like, men not being able to see their kids, women playing those games, who do you think takes responsibility the most? Is it both parents? Is it the mom? Is it the blame on the dads? What do you think, man? Well, I basically think it's mutual, you know, because in my situation, speaking from experience, you know, I had custody of her. I was incarcerated. I ended up giving her back custody to her mom and her mother, you know, kept her away from me. You know what I mean? Telling her different bad things about me, you know, didn't really let her, you know, making her think that she wasn't wanted or loved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's raising another family. He got his kids. He got his woman over there. He ain't studying you. You know what I mean? So it kind of goes both ways, but some mothers do that. You know what I mean? To to kind of grab brothers by the balls, you know what I mean? Or that wallet or however they do it, but it's not right because it, at the end of the day, the kid is the one that suffers, you know? Right. And bro, what do you think? Do you think it's mutual? Do you think it's on one side, the other side? It's most definitely both ways, you know? Motherfuckers grown as fuck, you know? Niggas want to be childish. It takes both parents, you know, to be successful, uh, successful, you know, with the kids. So it's definitely both sides, like for real, for real. Ain't no uh, one-sided with that one. I'll definitely agree that it's both sides. I feel like, you know, it takes two to make a baby and people forget that the kids have one mom and one dad. You know, they let family members meddle. Could be a mom or a dad, you know, on the female side or, because I feel like personally, I never met a black man that didn't want to be a dad, you know, honestly, mm -hmm. in my personal life. But I have met in my personal life from family, from friends, women that play, black women that play with their kids. And right. I, I'm not ever going to take a stand of it being right. Every father needs to be a part of their child's life. Every child needs a father. Hey, y'all. I know that some of the content in this podcast may be difficult to hear and digest. That's the reason I created it. I wanted my listeners to think deeper and confront some of these truths head on. I ask you to take care of yourself if you are triggered, but I challenge you to do something different to get the healing that you need in order to flourish. I promise you, we're in this together. You are not alone. Now, back to the show. when I remember you going to prison dad um it was a hard time for me at that point in my life because up until then you was there at everything every event in school every field trip everything I had going on you were always there to walk me to school to pick me up from school working at a warehouse smelling like onions I remember you worked at the onion factory but just always supportive always in my corner that's why I did my best because I would be so excited for you and my mom to be there but when I was nine, you know, you went to prison and the you missed my 10th birthday. So my 10th birthday, I remember I got up early, got dressed, my mom did my hair and um, my siblings stayed. Me and her, we drove like two hours to go see you. When we got there, um, me and you had a conversation. Like my mom was kind of off to the side. I remember I was just crying. You were trying to make the best of the situation, but I was crying. And I remember I told you like, you're not supposed to be in jail. You know, that that's sad that I'm spending my 10th birthday with you in prison. And then I remember you just start crying, you know, and you made me a promise that you'll never go back. You 
know you was like you right i shouldn't be here and i promise i'll never go back i'm gonna be there for y'all until this day 22 years later you kept your promise you've never been back to jail you know and it's just something that was real significant in my life because i feel like a lot of fathers you know it's when you make promises about like you know i'm gonna take you here or i'm gonna buy this for you it's different than hearing like i'll never go back to prison you know and all the shows i watch just all the people i know that's not the experience like their fa- their parents you know their fathers have been in and out of prison and it's just something that have effect that has affected my family and my friends you know that i've experienced that but my experience was different because literally when you said you wouldn't go back you meant that your word was bond and i just want to know why was it important for you to keep your promise to me well, at the end of the day, first of all, when you go to prison and do bad things, you know, and have to sacrifice, you know, your freedom, it don't only affect me. It didn't only affect me. It affect the kids, your spouse, your nieces, your nephews, your siblings, you know what I mean? Homies, etc. You know, so at the end of the day, I kind of was selfish thinking about, oh, you know, that's when serving was out, flossing, everybody want to do their thing and banging a little bit, you know, I never wasn't. I ain't going to lie. I kind of was like a follower. You know, but at the end of the day, I love my kids. My dad went to prison when I was three, got out when I was 17. He basically was more like a friend. So I made promises. So to find myself going through what my dad went through and the promises that I made to my kid, it kind of eats you up, embarrassing, make you feel like just humiliated. You know what I mean? Angry face, mean mugging. Then they make you racist. You know what I mean? Make you don't get along with each other. But one thing I can say is they sent, I got letters and we stayed in contact, but ain't nothing like be there. I'll never forget I was locked up in Chino. My son was like, hey, they like, you trying to, it's time to go. He looking okay. I'm telling him, oh, I'm in school. Man, he ain't no fool. He out of police. How the police telling you you in school? So I'll make a long story short, that affects them. They graze. They sleeping at night. The mom, she can't do everything. You know what I mean? So it was a sacrifice and it was a promise I had to keep no matter what. Thank you, Jesus. I'm still strong, you know, and I ain't been there. It's hard. It's easy to get caught up. You feel me? Somebody else can get you caught up. I'm talking anything, but my kids is actually my motivation and my grandkids so that's how i'm gonna air it out with that right bro do you remember when you said that like you remember going the experience i know I, if i was 10 i mean you was four so you was like dory age you was uh, uh, yeah, still kind of remember i for sure most definitely remember that right <laughs> like it was yesterday you know Right. Uh, yeah, that nigga wasn't fooling nobody. You feel me? <laughs> right. I used to pay attention. You know, I, you know, I'm like, I know what jail was. You know, like, right. I know, like, you know, everybody got the same suit on, cuffed up. Right. Like, you think you slick just because it's you know jungle gym and all that. But yeah, you know, he was like, uh, just like we were talking. You know, uh, he's like he he made his step. That's why I uh. I didn't want to leave that motherfucker. Like, I was like, nah, I can't, you know, like, right. the shit hurt me to see him in there, you know, because I could, you know, that was my daddy and shit, you know, that's why it's important that, you know, if you got kids, you know, and you're a black father, you gotta uh, be there for him for sure. Why is you it know? important? Why do you think it's important for black fathers to show up, to step up, to be consistent with their kids? Cause you got three little bro, you know, and your kids, eight, six, four, they see you when they see their hero, you know? Right. They don't see no wrongs, they just see their dad, you know? Why you think it's important for that to be an impression in their life? Man, that's very, it's very important, you know? Because, um, like, like you said, they're looking at me every day, you know, they pay attention to every move I do, like everything, you know? And like, 
you gotta um, you know watch your every move. You know you gotta make sure you're doing everything right for them, everything right by them. You don't want them to you know uh, pick up no you know negative things. You know that they you know that we do or whatever. And like the setup part, you know when I mean like you set up. You know your family, like basically, I feel like you, you know what your when it comes to your baby mama, your household, you know, uh, you know the kids getting them ready for school, everything, you know, you know you gotta be set up, you know. You gotta like, structure, structure, most like, definitely. Just kind of shit to the baby mama, like how important is it that even if y'all not together, but I know one of you, eleven years, you know, uh-huh. so you got you got history. For dad, you know, it was 26 years with our mom, married. You right. know what I mean? It's something that we see. That's I don't have children yet, but that's gonna be my setup. I don't want to raise kids without a father. You know, I have never, our mother never kept us from our dad. You know, they was together, great. Right, right. But my mom, I feel like if even if they wasn't together, we don't have the type of mother that first of all was five of us all together, six all together, exactly. but five between them, you know. Ooh. So I don't ever feel like my mom would have been too proud to give us to our dad or to let us see our dad, period. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even the days that they was kind of in the house, kind of feuding, we, we felt the tension. Exactly. Mom and dad still didn't show us, like, uh, a, even though they may have been going through it, there was never this, there was no disharmony. Right. That we always seen the team when we saw them, you exactly. know? So that's just the imprint I have on my life, just the way they always did everything together from mm-hmm. holidays, you know? Anything that we had going on, school, you know what I mean? That they always showed up. So how, how, important, that, uh, how important is it? You know, for a young lady to let a man be in his child's life, despite maybe being together or not being together. That's um, probably one of the most important things on here. You know, cause uh, it's wrong when they do that, you know? And they got nothing to do with the babies, you know? Like you uh, torturing the kids, you know, because you, your issues that you got with yourself, you know? If it's a problem, no matter what he did, you know? It doesn't matter. Y'all can uh, separate and do what y'all do, but the kids, that's number one priority. You gotta let them see that daddy, you know, like you can't raise them by yourself, you know, especially if the daddy wanna be there, you gotta let them be there because you already know it's rare for black fathers, you know, to have, I mean, black kids, black men that have a black father, you know? So if a daddy wanna be there, you need to stop being ignorant, you know, and let you, you know, let uh, that man see, the, you know, his kids. So that's for sure important, you know, like, and dad what would you say i know you seasoned in this uh parenting thing you're a grandfather now so what advice would you give to a young lady that may be struggling to give up the control because it is that's you know boiled down to it that's what it's all about control Mm -hmm. it's not about i don't like those girls that be like you know i love my kid and who you got around my kid because i feel like if you was vulnerable enough to put your body at risk and have raw sex with somebody hey whatever happens you didn't make that child alone. You gotta be trusted enough to know that you picked the right father. And if not, y'all gotta start, you know, doing some internal work about why y'all choosing the father y'all choose, you know? But that on that note, what advice could you give for a young lady that may not be mentally mature enough to, you know, allow a father to be in their life? First of all, I like to just say really honestly, you know, it's, it takes two. You know, sometimes the man wanna be there, the woman wanna use the kid as bait, you know, not have him around or what have you. Sometimes the man don't want to be there. They'll take off. You have a single mother. You may be incarcerated or what happened. But at the end of the day, I like to just tell them that they need to just, it's a team, it's a team. 
It's like I'm an old school. They used to say it takes a village to raise a kid. It does. It still really exists now. Because guess what? If the dad ain't around and the mom don't even love him right either way, guess who he gonna run to? A gang. His neighborhood never fails. Then he gonna be a, a product of society. You know what I mean? In and out of jail, most likely dead. That's why they be having the attitude like they do. You know, don't right. care about it. They're ready to blast, get blasted. They don't care about death. But at the end of the day, Miss Lady, all I can give advice to the women is that at least try, especially if it's a boy, it's a girl. It don't matter. Twins, black, white, Mexican. But that first of all, a girl needs her dad to learn about the world. Second of all, a boy needs his dad to learn about the world. So it don't matter if it's, you know, that's one thing you women have to do is quit using the kids at bait. Quit when I ask them if you want to go. It's not a choice. Let the man do his thing and then he get another woman and that's what make you guys sour. And then guess what? The kid is suffering. I've been there, done that. My daughter's grown now and guess what? It still affects, affects her to this day. So at the end of the day, women, y'all have to at least consider Y'all talk about us, tear us down. Sometimes that's hard too. You know, you don't give us no support. Most of some of them, some of y'all, not most of y'all queens, I'm going to keep it real, want the money. Y'all look at it as a money, an invention. Get restraining orders on them. And come on, nobody should have to have a second party to drop my kids off. My, you know what I mean? Come on. I'm, I appreciate my baby moms, my ex-wife, because at the end of the day, she never did that with my kids. I don't care what we going through or whatever. She, she'll come drop their butts off quick. And that's on some real shit. Right. You know, but at the end of the day, come on, Queens. Y'all got to stop being like that. It's, it's dudes that want to be parents in their kid's life. And then guess what? Like I said, it's only going to affect the kid. The kid going to be so angry. And then the dad might want to be there, but y'all telling them he don't. So at the end of the day, come on, ladies. Y'all got And then you easing off to watch out who you sleeping with. Right, right. We'll tell you anything. You feel me? Some people married, down low, brothers, all kind of shit. Gang banger. But now you can Google a motherfucker. Y'all don't even take the time to do that. You just invite some people in your life. It's pedophiles, stranglers, bring them around your kids. But then you tell him he can't have no women around the kids. Come on now. But they see these different guys and stuff, you know. So come on, women. Y'all got to get it right for the kids. Yeah, thank you so much for all of that because... You just touched on a lot of topics. I feel like in these relationships, you know, our, my generation, they kind of want fast food. They don't want the soul food. And when you get fast food, straight like a restaurant, you get the bubble guts. It tastes good now because it's cheap mm -hmm. and it's fast, but you get the bubble guts at home cramping, you know, true. diarrhea, true, true. not feeling good. But when it's, when it's soul food, you got to go to the grocery store, pick your own ingredients. You know what I mean? Make the meal. This is relationships. When you get to, the more you get to learn somebody, you get to realize, you know, we're not compatible. But before y'all get there, you already pregnant. You know what I mean? Or King, you already got somebody pregnant. So taking the time to get to know who you land with, taking the time to know if mental illness running a family, learning disabilities, y'all don't be knowing none of this. You just know, oh, I got a cute baby. You know what I mean? So getting to know people and knowing, you know, it's give or take because once that baby's here, it don't matter if you don't like your baby mama or your baby father. Because it's a life. And these kids, it's not a game. They're not cute. Once they get out that baby stage, this is a life. A human life. And they deserve respect. They deserve love. And they deserve both parents. What advice could you offer the men who are struggling to create or to maintain relationships with their children today? I could just say that first of all listen listening is the key you know because some kids 
they do their thing, you know, and some they'll shut you out quick. As an adult, you know, they'll shut you out. And sometimes you just have to listen first, see what level they on, you know, get to know them. Sometimes, you know, you don't grow up. I couldn't picture me never growing up with my kids. Like I said, it hurted me when I was locked up. And then brothers, first of all, don't give up hope. Don't give up hope, man. You can you can get free help, you know, and different things, man. And don't be afraid to fight for your children. Fight for them like you would fight for your hood, for your gang. Mm-hmm. For if a nigga, if your shack, if your sack short, right. you gonna come out there with guns blazing, correct? Come on, man, fight for them like that. I'm not saying some don't. And then sometimes the women encourage you. Nigga, give up fight. You know what? Fuck it. But they don't tell the kids that. They be so toxic and so upset and so mean that you shoot the niggas, the brothers off sometimes. I understand that, my brothers. But at the end of the day, never give up, man. Consistency. Listen, get to know your kids, man. Because sometimes it's easy to lose them. Especially now with technology, man. Internet, like you'll lose them, man. So at least listen, communicate. Brothers never give up. You know, sometimes it ain't all about money and gifts. Listening, simple reading them a book. Sit them on your lap. Let them learn. Teach them some, something they don't know, you know? Get to learn stuff from them. I remember helping my, my kids with homework like, damn, <laughs> on some real ish. Like, what the hell? You in sixth grade with trigonometry? Good God. On some realness, you know, like, but just get time to learn them, man. Get to know what they like to do. Sometimes if you don't even like to do what they do, do it with them. And what about you, bro? What advice could you offer for the, you know, you're a younger father. What advice could you offer for a younger father trying to create a, main, a relationship? You know, I know a lot of your homies, they be, they come to you as the big bro for advice and stuff. And you, you know, like I said, you nine years into fatherhood, you know, with your oldest. So what advice can you offer for our youngies, young fathers, let's say under 25? Like, how can they create the relationship with their kids that they're looking for? Oh, man, you know, just, uh. You know, you gotta be there with them. You gotta learn each and every one of them. You know, it can't, and then it can't be no favoritism. You gotta treat them all the same, you know? And it's like, you know, them your babies, you just gotta, uh, you know, like, you know, like I said, just learn each and every one of them. You know, like, they all, you know, it's like, they all is their own, you know, kid or whatever. But, you know, you gotta, uh, you must definitely, you know, gotta just, Right, right, right. Absolutely. And I feel like for the young ladies too, also, just not speaking ill on your baby father, you know, you got to realize that you chose this person to have a kid with, whether or not they wanted to, whether or not it was a relationship, sneaky link. That's why I said beware of those sneaky links, because it's all fun and games till somebody got a baby, you know? So just kind of getting to know people, getting to know who you around, and also, let your kids see their father because some, you yeah. know, some women, yeah. y'all letting the boyfriend see the kids more than they own dad, you know? And, and that's we looking crazy. At, and we looking and at dad, the And you know one thing, too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, um, the kids, like, you know, your kids are turned against you, for, you know, for some shit like that. Right. You know, wondering why, you know, your kids got attitudes, you know, acting the way they act because, you know, they want to see their daddy. You know, you being ignorant and shit, you know, don't want to let them see their dad. Like that, that you know, that just will break apart the whole family. That'll break apart everything. You know, when you do just that, that one thing cause a lot of problems. You know, so that's, that's so why you gotta be an adult. You know, that's true. You know, kids having behavioral issues at school. A lot of black people dismiss that as an attitude, but you guys gotta start learning your kids. Like, like Bizzle mm-hmm. said, you know, seeing why your daughter got that attitude, or seeing why your son harboring so much anger. Exactly. You know, you talking, you speaking illy on their parent, their other parent, when they're not around and they can't defend themselves. It's going, even though you think you being a bigger person or you you might be, you know, hurting, 
because of the failed relationship or in your feelings, but you got to be conscious of the fact that that's your child's other parent. That's 50% of who they are. So you speaking negative and down on that, they're going to be like, you know, am I enough? If my dad ain't shit, am I not shit? You know what I mean? Subconsciously, as a mother, you build your child or you break your child. We are trying to end generational curses. You got to be mindful of the things you're saying, the mi- mindful of the things you're discussing in front of your child because this is a human being mimicking and soaking up everything. And you don't want to break your ch- child down before they even go out into the world. You don't, you know what I mean? The partner that you pick to have the kid with, that's who you got. Right, wrong, indifferent on drugs, alcoholism. I personally believe, even if somebody is struggling, like as we all do, if a father is struggling and he is no danger to them kids, still let them be a part of their life. If somebody is on drugs and they can be sober enough to be to take their kids to the park, let your children know their father. Because what they're going to do is create an opinion for themselves. Not what you have to say, not what your mama have to say, not what your relatives have to say, but what between them and their father. If somebody's father is struggling for mental illness, let those kids be there so they can see that. That's real life experience, you know what I mean? My family is not perfect. I have seen crackheads, you know what I mean? I have been around the worst and the best, but that has shaped my my ideals of the world to be realistic. I wasn't sheltered, you know what I mean? But I was protected. But my father and my mother let me see life for what it was. That way I'm the smartest of them all, you know what I mean? I'm the leader of the pack because I have real life experience. Any final takeaways for you? For um, Just anything we talked about? Any things y'all wanna say, final words? I would just say my final words is the man, brothers and sisters, y'all gotta get it together. You know, the kids, like I said, it's all about the kids. You know, and like you spoke on mental ill, it affects them. Like I said, gangs, feeling like they not love, having kids young, running into older dudes, you know, sex trafficking, all kind of different things, you know. So brothers and sisters, y'all got to work it out, you know, for the kids' sake, either way. Any final thoughts, Miss? Yeah, man, just to the black fathers, you know. You got to just uh, be there for them kids, you know, be there. Um, even be there for your baby mama, you know, your baby. Well, I know a couple of niggas got a couple of baby mamas, a couple of baby mamas, you know, but, um, you know, just, you know, you got to uh, do the right thing for the kids, you know, and, and as well for the females, you know, I got to just, you know, grow up. You know, it's not about the parents, you know, when it comes to that, the kids, you know. And not to bash the ladies on the young men, too, you know. Be conscious. If you know you, if you know that the only thing you and this young female got in common is the bedroom, that's a red flag. You know what I mean? If she just arguing and toxic, and that's a red flag for what your future could be. So stop just having sex with anybody. You know, realize that your 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 friend today, your baby mama today, could be your enemy tomorrow, and that depends on how you treat her. Respect yourself first and foremost, because you lead, you set the tone in a relationship as a young man, as a father. episode i thank you guys for listening i actually have to give away my first giveaway the details are i need you to follow air the fuck out on tiktok or like my air the fuck out page on facebook and i need you to rate or review us on spotify or apple music once you've done that if you follow facebook Write the page, let me know that you did it. If you follow the TikTok, just DM me and let me know you did it. And I will pick the winner of an Amazon, $25 Amazon gift card. Next Sunday, I will announce the winner. Other than that, we've reached the end of our episode. You can shoot us an email at officialairittfout 
at gmail.com. That's official Eric TFL at gmail.com. Turn those notifications on and please don't forget to leave a review. Once again, it's your girl Queen Smoke. And your boy Monkey D. And you know it's miserable. And it's a wrap.